Okay, hi everyone. So, I just wanted to talk about a scripture today, and that is First Corinthians. First Corinthians ten, verse thirteen, and I really, really love this scripture because it really, really shows who God is as an individual, as a spirit being, who He really is, His whole persona towards us as Christians. So, First Corinthians ten, verse thirteen. Uh, I have it in a different version, so it's not the King James version. It's the easy to read version, and I really, really love this version. And it says, The only temptations that you have are the same temptations that all people have. But you can trust God. He will not let you be tempted more than you can bear. But when you are tempted, God will also give you a way to escape that temptation. Then you will be able to endure it. So what I think this is really saying is that we're all human beings and we're all prone to having temptations and wanting to do sinful things that are not going to please God that we know are exactly the opposite. But what God wants us to rest assured is that we can trust him that he will provide a means of escape, a means for us to escape the life of sin and escape the pangs of hell. Because as human beings... It is expected to happen. Like it's not something we can avoid or outrun. So it doesn't matter how many times you might pray and say, God, remove this temptation from me. It's not going to be removed because we're in the flesh. And the flesh can only attract things of the flesh. And the spirit attracts things of the spirit. And while we're still alive and in this human form, we're going to always be tempted because this body, this flesh, is a means by which Satan can access us. This is a means by which we can access our mind, access our thoughts, you know, and try to infect our body with temptations, with sin, so that we can sin against God, and God can potentially put us in hell or forget about us and cast us to the side. So while we're still alive in this human flesh, we're going to always be tempted to do the wrong things. But importance is that we don't give in to those things. So you might be tempted to steal, tempted to rob, tempted to kill someone. But the importance is that you don't give in to the feeling. You listen to God's voice and he tries to provide a means of escape. For example, if you're a person who struggles with sexual sins, like masturbating, and when you're going to indulge in that sin, you hear a voice saying to you to don't do it. And read the Bible and pray instead. That's God providing a means of escape from a sin because he doesn't want you to sin because sin separates you from God and this is why it is so important that we listen to God's voice and resist sin resist temptation and everything is in the word of God to resist the temptation right everything is in the word of God resist temptation so if you want to resist temptation read the bible more study especially on the scriptures that emphasize on temptation know them by heart so that whenever the enemy comes to attack your mind with sinful thoughts with lust with temptation with the urge to watch pornography to masturbate to kill to steal whatever it may be you can use the word of god to combat the wiles of the enemy 
because God does say that we have on the armor. And this armor is not a means of us having the flesh. This means this armor is a means of us knowing God and being filled with the Spirit. When you be when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, that is when the armor of God becomes automatically attached to you. Because before when you were living in a life of sin, God did not know you. You weren't his child. Yes, you were his creation. You didn't have a personal one-to-one relationship with him as you did now. You were only just a creation, but you didn't have a relationship with the creator. So there wasn't really any connection there with you and God. You were just living in your sin, you know, spontaneously just going about your business, whether it be clubbing, drinking, at the strip club, watching pornography, indulging in premarital sex, whatever it may be, all these messy stuff. But then when you met God and you repented of your sins and asked him to come into your life, there's something that shifted, something that changed between you and God. Before there was nothing pulling you and God together. There's no connection, there's no relationship. You just knew that he was a God and that he existed and that was it. But there was no relationship with the creator. You just knew that he was a creator, but you didn't know him personally. And when you accepted his spirit, that is when you had a relationship with the Creator. You got to know Him one-on-one. He revealed Himself to you. You got to know Him and know that He's not just a Creator, but He's also a Father. He can be a friend. He can be a brother. He can be a mother. He can be a counselor, a provider, a peace speaker, a healer. Whatever you want Him to be, He can be. Whatever role you need Him to fill, He can be it. And so because He loves us and He wants us to be free, and doesn't want us to be entangled in sin and be a slave to bondage, he provides a means of escape. And it also said that you will not you will not be tempted more than you can bear. But that simply means that God knows your limits. He knows how far you can go in terms of resisting temptation. So when he sees that you're reaching a point where it's becoming overbearing and the temptation is extremely strong and it's really hard for you to resist. You will provide a means of escape. But still a small voice that comes into your head and says, Don't do that sin. Go and pray instead. Go and read your Bible instead. Do something else other than what the devil is telling you to do. That is God providing a means of escape because if he didn't love us, and he will just leave us in our sins. But the most important thing that we need to learn is that when God provides a means of escape, don't ignore it. Don't resist it. And I can attest to this many, many times. I've fallen into sin. I've been tempted to sin. And God is providing a means of escape. And I ignore his voice. I ignore his voice and I'm like, you know God, I'm not going to listen to you. I want to do my own thing. This is what is best for me. You don't know what I'm feeling. This probably will provide me some sort of relief. Or, make, you know, can stop feeling numb or feel like I'm emotionless. And so whenever I'm tempted to sin, and I provide a means of escape, I ignore it. And it's something that I'm working on. Right? I'm working on trying to pray more, read the Bible more, so that when sin comes or temptation comes, I need to act on it. I can use the word of God to combat it and 
know that God will provide and means of escape. So it doesn't matter how many times you have seen how far gone you have gone, the important is that you come back to the fold, you come back to your first love, you come back to the to the shepherd. Because we are the sheep or the flock, whichever. And when we go astray, the shepherd, as in the Bible, I think we, I don't remember this exact scripture, but somewhere in the Bible, right? When there's reference to the shepherd and the sheep goes astray, it says that the shepherd uses his rod to bring them back in. And if you look at it in a Christian um, point of view, you can say that God is our shepherd and we are his sheep because we follow him. Right? So when we as a sheep start to go astray, meaning we start to fall prey to sin and fall into old habits and things that we would have laid at the cross, you know, whatever amount of years ago we got saved. God as that shepherd uses the rod, his correction, his word to bring us back into the fold. Whether he speaks to us for a friend or when we're reading the word, he speaks to us or a still small voice in our head. He is bringing us back into the fold with his rod of correction. Right? So that's something I just want you all to know that God loves you very, very much and that whenever you're tempted to sin, he will always provide a means of escape. But what you need to do as well to, to build your armor is to be in the word of God daily. I'm not only saying this to you guys, but I'm saying it to myself too because it's a serious job. Even I have absolutely nothing doing, I find it very hard to be in the word constantly, consistently. Even if I might be in the word for one week, by the next week, I'll fall on the track again and I have to get back up and try again. I did not promise that the Christian life would be easy, but it did provide a means of escape. And because he made that possible, then by all means, we should try to fight as best as possible. Fight the good fight of faith and work as hard as possible to get into the kingdom of heaven. God bless you. I love each and every one of you. God be with you all and with your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen.